Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Speedy, uh, along with uh, Stretch Armstrong and myself, we are here in the Broadcast Plaza. Everybody else uh, on location at various points in their homes uh, throughout uh, our home state, uh, sweet home Alabama. But all of us say to you, um, happy Good Friday and excited about Easter weekend. All across uh, the various home studios, Adler, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, uh, and we welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba, how you doing? Rick, I'm great. Thank all of you for hanging in with us during this uh, time of uh, pandemic. And if we're not doing it right, remember, it's our first one. That's right. James Spann now joins us. First time we chat with James during this. Uh, He's the man with the Mayweather plan. He's the mighty James Spann. He's the mighty good weatherman. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. James Spann, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? It is an honor, honor to be here. How are you fellas making through all of this? You know, uh, it's uh, it, it is uh, it's different. Uh, it, it's one of those things, I think, just me personally, I struggle with things of discomfort if I feel like I have a choice. But when you don't have a choice, then you don't really have any other option than to make the best of the situation. So <laughs> that's usually where I pivot, and uh, I go, well, let's – Let's find the positives. Let's find things that we can learn from it. Let's let's think of the things that we can do that we normally can't. I, that's just the way I operate. I, I can't be gloom and doom for a very long period of time. And that's the reason we like you. That's the only way to be. But, yeah, this this is a time of high anxiety. And, you know, we, we got a problem, fellas, and we've got a major severe weather threat on Easter Sunday. Yep. And here we are in the midst of this pandemic where, where people are – really fighting anxiety and worry and understand some people listening to this show, they're out of a job they don't know yep. when the next paycheck is coming. That is they correct. don't know maybe where the next meal is coming from. This is hitting people really hard. And so now we in the weather enterprise have to figure out the, the proper way of messaging this threat on Sunday without creating more anxiety. And it's hard. You know, we have to tell people, what might happen Sunday and what might not happen so they can be ready. And, uh, you know, the, the whole thing, it's just a very odd time we're living in, but real quickly, uh, we've got a very dynamic system Sunday coming out of the Southwest United States and probably we'll start to see severe storms on Saturday, tomorrow over Texas, uh, places like Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, they could see some severe weather, but the thing really comes together on Easter Sunday for Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, parts of Arkansas, Tennessee, and Georgia. The Storm Prediction Center has five levels of risk, and we like to think that most people that are in tornado-prone areas know these categories. The lowest end threat, level one out of five, is marginal. The highest end threat is level five, which is a high risk. And those are rarely issued. You might see those issued one or two times a year. But already, the Storm Prediction Center has issued a moderate risk. That's level four out of five for this event on Sunday for parts of Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. And within that moderate risk area, and we'd like to use probabilities, this outlook suggests that there's basically a 50-50 chance 
45 percent is the number they're using, but a 50-50 chance of severe weather within 25 miles of a given point in that moderate risk area through parts of Louisiana, southeast Arkansas, Mississippi, and Alabama. And so uh, these are numbers that are very high for an outlook that's three days in advance. And within that area we've talked about, we could see a few storms Easter Sunday with all modes of severe weather possible, large hail, damaging wind, and tornadoes. And based on the jet structure, the wind fields, the thermodynamic fields, we think there could be a few strong, violent, long-track tornadoes. And we don't say that to scare anybody. Even on a day like that, the odds of you being hit by some tornado like that are relatively low. But at the same time, you've got to be prepared. And so that's the reason we're trying to hit it fairly hard today. Uh, We think the main window is going to be Sunday afternoon and Sunday night. Uh, Initially, we'll have the cellular supercell storms with the chance of tornadoes. And then probably Sunday night, the whole thing rolls over into a line of storms. So uh, and, you know, here's the deal. These things happen in April. If you're listening to us in the southern United States, this is the core of the tornado season. This is not unusual. These kind of days happen this time of the year. So understand that this is April. But at the same time, you've got to be ready. So, you know, you've heard me preach on this show before the screaming message. Number one, you've got to have a way of hearing warnings. That's never a siren. Never, ever, ever an outdoor siren. If that's your way of getting a tornado warning, you have no hope. It's a weather radio in your house, and if you don't have one, your phone is the secondary way. Be sure that you've got wireless emergency alerts turned on. Some people turn them off. Don't do that. You know, some people don't like Amber Alerts, and that makes no sense because if your child was missing, I think you would want me helping you. So please leave those turned on, and that way you'll get the warnings and then know where you're going. Have helmets in there, hard sole shoes, portable air horns, and if you live in a mobile home, know where you're going and a quick way to get there, and we'll get through the day just fine. James, I was I couldn't help but think this, and I know for some people it will be in the afternoon, but you keep looking for God's grace in all this and what he's teaching and things he's doing. This is this is something, and you said it perfectly, but it there's a certain blessing that you're not having to talk about large gatherings on Sundays. Uh, yeah. You know, and because and we've been through that and we've seen how bad that can be. Um, and so I, I, the first thing I thought of, everybody needs to hear you, but everybody's pretty much going to be in small groups in their own homes. And you're not having to send this warning out to large gatherings of outdoor services, big gatherings at churches. You know, there's a certain blessing that this is coming on this particular Easter and people will be with it, with their immediate family. Right. If you look back on weather history and climatology, we have had many, many severe weather events on either Palm Sunday or Easter Sunday and reaching people in a church that can be hard to do. And even if they get the message in a big church, if you've got a thousand people in there, getting them into small areas, that is a challenge. And most churches are small in rural areas and reaching them. So you're right. That is makes it easier on us in terms of reaching people Mm -hmm. because most people will be home. Uh, But here's the other complicating thing is this virus situation. Uh, A lot of people that live in mobile homes go to community shelters during a tornado situation. Even some people in a site built home, they just feel like they need to go to a community shelter. So now with the pandemic, what do you do about that? All of a sudden, you're supposed to be keeping, you know, six feet away from other people. And if you guys have ever been in one of these community shelters, it's a sardine can. 
You know, th- this is not a comfort zone and you're, you're tight with other people. So uh, we've worked with the various departments of public health and the CDC on this and the screaming message. You take care of yourself from that tornado first. That's got to be your first priority. When there's a tornado warning, get to a sh- safe place, get to a shelter, do everything that you would normally do. Forget everything about this pandemic. And then once you get there, do the best you can. Uh, if you've got PPE, you know, if you've got a mask, wear that. If you've got gloves, wear that. Well, that's secondary. The t- a tornado, especially in a case like Sunday, and understand we could see a few of these violent tornadoes. These are EF4 or 5 type tornadoes. And I'm not saying we're going to have them, but boy, the potential is there. That's an immediate threat to life. So, right. so you've got to take care of yourself first and then do the best you can with the virus. All right, we'll come back. James, can you stay another segment with us? Yeah, yes, sir. All right, we want to come back, and, and there's there's the, the warning for the weekend, and pay attention. But now we're going to talk to James about all of our new lives in the pandemic, where Zoom is king, and uh, and all this different stuff. And, and the uh, problems with it. And the problems with it. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. 15 minutes past the hour. James Spann hanging out. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. 20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Don't forget over the weekend, and we'll talk a little more about it uh, later in the program, but uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, when you get up tomorrow to start uh, your your weekend, uh, you will have that available for you. Bubba and I interview uh, Pastor Dean and Sarah uh, from City Church in Tallahassee. He's written a book uh, that has... uh, Shaking things up in a good way. It is uh, the title is very provocative. The unsaved Christian, uh, and it uh, it is a book taking on what he believes is America's largest unreached people group, and, they, and those are cultural Christians. Uh, and uh, very good. I think everybody will enjoy. Yeah, it. and and now you got to put your big boy pants on. When you, when you, when you, there's, some, there's some tough truth in yeah, there. There's some tough truth in there, but that's all right. Somebody had to share that tough truth with me when I was a cultural Christian, and I'm thankful to this day that they. Might have even offended me a little bit, hurt my feelings a little bit, but made me look into my life and say the things you claim to believe. Where is the proof of it in your life? And I couldn't find it. And so I was a traditional cultural Christian, but I certainly never been redeemed and transformed by Jesus. And I'm glad somebody pointed that out for me. Uh, all right, so James, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, you know that you're you know you were ready. I mean, I hate to say it, the first day we were on the air, um, we had people say that. But, hey, guys, y'all going to have to get your setup to where it sounds as good as James Spann. Was that not one of the first days, Bubba, that that happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We knew right away our audio was lacking. So uh, Yeah, you were the standard. And we knew it. We, we knew from doing interviews on Skype that if you had external mics and you had processors and you had headphones, it was a game changer. You know, I, I watch some of these network people on oh, it's network terrible. television. And it sounds like they're in in a stall in a bathroom in some airport in in you know Billings, Montana. I'm thinking, guys, this is not that hard. Right. The, the, the you know the, half the battle on this home stuff it's having the right audio. And you guys you guys sound great. And I've got the Rick and Bubba 
magical Heil PR40 mic in here. This is the only mic that makes me sound good. So, it, you know, I, I and I was ble- I do this every day for my house. So for me, this is just normal. The only difference for me is the fact that I'm working the night shift now from my house on the television side where traditionally I'm just doing a morning shift, mostly on radio like this. But that's been no problem at all. The, the, the key is having a loving wife that allows you to paint your wall green. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Hamzy. That's not really big. That's not big with wife. There you go. Hamzy's yeah. thinking about doing it, James. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't fit into home decor, as I'll tell you that, and it's puke <laughs> green. This is not your nice right. green. This is puke, nasty, yeah, cut ugly. your cut your uh, cut your key off so we can see the color behind you. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah let me go over here. And just look, give us the none. See the beauty of the way <laughs> he's doing it. The, uh, see, James isn't losing his ears. That's where the green yeah. helps. You know, yeah. with these other. Oh things. yeah, it's a it's a super clean key. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look, there it see, is. He's lighting the background separate, which takes out the shadows, and he de- probably right. doesn't have a high back chair either, which doesn't do good. Look, look, look at that color, James. Yeah. You're, Isn't that something? Your wife. That's a nasty color. Yeah, your wife. Your wife does love you. She, she is a saint. I mean, a- anybody, and, and again, for people listening, just imagine that the ugliest green conceivable that does not fit in. You're going to watch HGTV or these shows. They, they don't use this kind of green back here. So, <laughs> no. you know, the, 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 yeah, the, the put nice something thing back about up, it, James, it's hard to watch. Yeah. It's hard to look at. Yeah. Thank you. That's about <laughs> you know, the, the nice thing about it, you can basically be anywhere you want to. And this is a, it's a clean <laughs> key, you know, a, a lot of like zoom, you can put stuff back there, but this, this is, pretty clean so it's uh it's good stuff and uh, we lost audio. kind of a remote corner of the house and i talk loud our bedroom is on the other end of the house so it, again this has been no problem for me the, the, the only biggest issue when i'm on television you need a a clicker button to change the weather graphics. You know, you're typically yeah. holding a clicker in your hand and, and it, it, it does, you can't do that from the house so uh, i was actually in fact i'll show you what i was doing all right He's bending I was, down. Uh, I, I was using my big toe to hit the space bar and a keyboard on the <laughs> that floor. That is hilarious. That is, that's, <laughs> that's wireless. <laughs> right. So it's a wireless keyboard. So to change the graphic, you have to hit the space bar on a computer. That's how you change them if you don't have a clicker. So my toe was clicking the space bar to change that's the weather funny. graphics on television. Oh, the only problem is my, I got kind of fat toes and you can hit some function button and something weird goes on. So you have to be careful with that. And, you know, the other problem that we're, we worried about initially, when everybody started using Zoom, it was not especially secure. And we've been using it. We, we do a show called Weather Brains. It's for weather weenies and geeks and dweebs. We've been doing that show for 14 years. And we've been using Zoom for about four years. This is nothing new to us. But apparently hackers figured out that you could get into these conferences like the one we're on right now and just hop on in there, even if you're not invited. So... You know, this Zoom bombing thing has been a real problem where, where people would hop on there just naked. You know, <laughs> they're letting it all hang out. I mean, you're, sitting there doing, you, you're, you're doing a show and all of a sudden some box pops up and there's some random guy that you don't know who this is. And he stands up and he doesn't have any underwear on. Thinking, oh, that gives you a whole new so look if, to weather when he does on this show. I hope you guys get a screen grab. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I don't say I, don't say grab with that. Yeah, yeah, come on. How about this? Yeah. Don't say weather weaning. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I, 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 you know, somebody actually sent me a screen grab of one of those conference. This was a medical conference and it happened and somebody did a screenshot of it. And I, I didn't know what it was. I looked at it. I immediately deleted that from everything. I don't need to be looking at that. I mean, this guy, oh, 
That was nasty. So, James, I want to hit this, too, because I know that you and I, you know, we, we're, we're, we're a little older and we're trying to do better, and you and I both go and, and, and exercise at the same place. Well, we can't do that now. It's been shut down. So they've started this virtual Zoom workouts. Now, I got on pretty good authority mm-hmm. that you, you just kind of have to use whatever's available to you because you don't have access to their stuff. Mm-hmm. So you just have to use whatever is in, you know, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. And, and I was told by a very reliable source that they looked up on the Zoom workout and you were working out with a piece of firewood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we had we, we had to do kettle, kettlebell swings. You know, you got these kettlebells and you're swinging them out in front of you. And I looked around and that was the first thing I saw. We had a stack of firewood and I found the biggest piece of firewood I could find. And, you know, started doing kettlebell swings with that. The only problem, I got splinters in my fingers after that thing. You know, you, uh, <laughs> they said they looked uh, up and James had a big old piece of firewood he was working out with. That's funny. That is funny. Uh, and, and then, you know, the, the, the other problem is having a bar. You're supposed to have a bar for the, you know, CrossFit stuff. And I've been using shovels and rakes. And the problem is you can't put a lot of weight on there, which makes it a lot easier on me. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, yeah, you, you do funny. the best you can with what you got. I, it's uh, These are different times we're living in. No doubt about it. I mean, it's a, uh, it, you know, but you know what? You were lifting wood for everybody. I like it. I did, I did see um, <laughs> Coach Chiswick was doing something like that on Twitter from his garage, and he actually had a broomstick, and he had two suitcases, one on each kind, uh, on each side with weight with like stuff in the suitcase. That's funny. And, <laughs> and was trying to do stuff in his garage. Well, you got to come up with something. Yeah. I mean, I looked, you know, they said something. One, one of the workouts one day was you. You had to do these box things. Well, you don't have one. And yeah. I look, they were people like pulling benches they could find and stepping up <laughs> on them and stepping back down. Oh, you just got to find whatever you can find. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys, you can bloat real easily in this kind of situation. Sure I mean, at my oh, yeah. age, you oh, yeah. can bloat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, my wife. I don't brought, know what you're talking about. <laughs> brought, <laughs> she bought a bag of Raisinets. Oh, and, yeah. oh, man, it was sitting on my desk. And five minutes later, the whole bag was gone. I mean, I sucked those things down. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to come out of this thing weighing 400 pounds. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> I've got to maintain some regimen of yeah, working out or something. I, yeah. This mm-hmm. is not working. So no doubt. Right. Hopefully, we'll be back at the gym soon. James, thanks, and thank you also. Thank uh, you, if you James. missed the first segment, James did remind all of us uh, that a large part of the country, severe weather is in the forecast for Easter weekend. So just pay attention to what uh, is going on. And uh, as he said, uh, as far as the pandemic is concerned, uh, the danger of the tornado, if you have one, should take precedent to any concerns about social distancing. Uh, Bottom of the hour, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. As we make our way back, 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, coming up, those of you that you know, we know now, so many of us are at home even when times we didn't expect to be. Uh, so if you and your family, uh, certainly I know, hopefully you're going to be gathering on Sunday to uh, celebrate uh, the resurrection. But today on Good Friday is the day we remember uh, when God came to us, when we could not come to him. 
and offered himself up his own son um, to pay the debt uh, that must have been it has to be paid. I mean, God is just and He is holy. Uh, so the uh, the ultimate Lamb of God, uh, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, one hundred percent man and one hundred percent God, went to the cross uh, to pay that debt. And so today we remember that, we're thankful for that, we love It Is Finished, and we love the resurrection on Sunday. So if you're wanting to do something today, since a lot of you are at home, and some of you listen to this every year, maybe on your way to where you're going, but maybe this year is a little different because of the pandemic, we're actually going to be uh, playing something for you on YouTube and on all of our uh, uh, audio um, options as well, uh, something to reflect and to remember and to be thankful uh, for what God did for us today. That'll be happening first segment of next hour, so get your family together or your group together and uh, enjoy that. Uh, Bubba, I do want to point out simplysafebubba.com. Let's face it, right now we're, we're all, you know, when you start thinking about security, uh, you certainly might, your mind might drift to, do, do, I, do I have my security system the way I need it to be? And, you know, this is something that you and Helms knew more about than I did in the beginning. Uh, but I will say this, I believe this is so simple that, um, you know, I can tell you, even I can set it up. But, but, but Rick, he, you're saying a lot when you say that, but I do believe that is the case. Yeah. So, simplysafebubba.com, you guys can talk to it. I, I want people to understand it's not just the simplicity, it's not just that it's less expensive, uh, it's not just that, you know, you're not into these contracts and it's intrusive. It also, because of technology, we actually can do a better job of securing a place mm-hmm. because of the, the technology available now. You know, you, you think about the, the verification videos alone. Yeah. I mean, that, right. that that's a big step forward because a lot of times law enforcement, they hear these old alarms, and what do they think? I think it. Mm-hmm. False alarm. Right. You False know? alarm. But here with simplysafebubba.com with that video verification, you, you know, you can you can confirm, I got a problem. That's right. And then help is on the way. Also, they can deal with that with fire and, and other things as well. So if you'd like to find out more, and by the way, they, by the way, they monitor you 24-7 for about 50 cents a day, and you're not in a contract. So go to simplysaybubba.com right now. Use that URL. We'll get you free shipping, and we also will get you a risk-free 60-day trial. Simplysaybubba.com, or there's a link there at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, let's focus on Eddie Van Adler. Um, I know that, I mean, we are getting really, really close uh, to your wife giving birth and for you guys celebrating your first child and becoming parents. Um, and, and I know we all have been going into the world of pandemic and the things we're all doing at home, you know, we've been, you know, we've been wondering about the relationship between you and Franklin for a while. So let's, let's focus on Franklin a minute and then we'll focus on the new arrival that's just around the corner. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I, in fact, it's time for me to take both of the guys out. I just fed them. I'll, I'll go ahead and do that while we're talking. If that's good with you guys. Yeah, that's good. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's great. There he goes. He's getting up and he's hey. to the new backyard. Huh? Yeah, there, there and by go. the yeah. way, yeah, something funny happened in the break, and I don't even know if I should say this or not, but Adler thought that he had muted, and he went to the restroom, and you could just hear him tinkling away. Oh, Adler. <laughs> yeah, that was my bad, guys. Could have been worse. Please, yeah. y'all, y'all, please look at, pl- y'all, please look at how Franklin lays. Look at how he lays. That, that's oh, my goodness. World. That's Franklin. He doesn't look very comfortable. Oh, my goodness. Well, he's what laid is, down. What, what in the world is that? What is those legs? What are those legs? <laughs> what in the world? That's a strange-looking dog. That looks like me laying there when my back is hurt. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Oh, wow. Getting windy out here. Come on, guys. Come on, boys. Those. Go to the poop zone. Let's go to the poop zone. Oh. Let's go to the poop zone. Come on. Come on. Uh, 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 no. Poop zone. Come on. Poop zone. Here we go. That, that, all right, there goes Kevin. There, there you go. we go. Oh, yeah. Poop oh, zone. Oh, oh. I don't know if we won't see all this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> so we hear Adler go to the restroom in the break, and then we watch his dogs go. The zone is a working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, are they responding to it pretty good? Yeah, guys, the poop zone's working good. They're, I'm getting a little bit of blowback on the poop zone, but you know, when you in, you know when you implement a poop zone, there's going to be a little bit of blowback. Now, yeah. from the dogs or who? Yeah, from the dogs. They for some reason they just want to they want to drop all over the whole yard. So, well, yeah, but, you uh, you give them a treat when they hit the right spot, they'll figure it out pretty quick. Yes, sir. I've been running inside, and I give them i i, I uh, had a or box of Cheerios. Them. Or shock them, yeah. Just yeah. kick them around. Just kick them. Just kick them real hard, real good. Uh, yeah, they don't do that. You're gonna get, you're gonna cause an email. Uh, I'd like for you. Could you go over there and kind of get down on Franklin's oh, level look, so look. I can really look? Oh, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, look. I think Franklin understands it. Y'all don't talk. Let him talk. Oh, so yeah. The- <laughs> Let him finish. He looks like a snail. He looks like a snail. (laughs) Good boy, buddy. Good boy, buddy. Yeah. I think think Franklin's figured it out. Yeah, I think so too. Got it. Adler. So, so, um, yeah. You guys, you don't, you don't give them a treat when they, uh, when they go outside. Come here, come here, buddy. Here we go. Here's some loving, buddy. Here's some loving for you, Franklin. Odd looking dog. Yeah. The Basset uh, Hound, German Shepherd. <laughs> do you guys have any questions you want to ask about his physique? Um, yeah, I can just show it to you guys here. How about them come long legs? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, so- I, I want the audience to know it really is a Basset Hound and a, and a German yeah. Shepherd, right? Good it's boy. got a German yes. Shepherd head on a Basset Hound's it body. Is. It is. So you can see yeah. here. Somebody had to use a step ladder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Torso, torso of a Basset Hound. Oh, that's uh, so legs of a basset hound, but the <laughs> length of a German shepherd. Uh, if you look in the here, head of a German shepherd and the head of a German shepherd, this is his cankle. This oh, would be boy. his cankle. <laughs> um, he, 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 he does not there. have ankles. He, he just has cankles. Oh, wow. look um, at him can, laying there. You can't really distinguish any bones in his legs. It's more just like a pile of rocks in a bag. <laughs> Oh How about that? He sure does so- lay still like he's scared of you or something. He, um, well, I'm his stepdad, Bubba. You got to remember, I'm his stepfather. And so, you know, there's the whole, you're not my real dad thing. That, yeah. That I mean, have you been mean to the dog or something? He seemed like he's scared of you. That's a well-behaved he dog. Actually, mm-hmm. He actually has, t- he has a tough time with strangers. He has a tough time with men. He has a tough time with kids. Franklin just says he's just having a tough time. You know, he's just having say, a tough my time. Gosh. <laughs> Franklin lives his life in total terror, doesn't he? <laughs> Yes, yeah, no, Frank. Time. Don't don't look yourself, Franklin. Don't look no. yourself. Yeah, there you so look. you can that, see Franklin, your proportions. His proportions, <laughs> yeah. his proportions oh are gosh. not quite right. <laughs> oh, look at him. There's he that had back to, he had to have surgery. A little surgery, didn't he? For I'm, I'm gonna go to the Brady Bunch because when we're talking, yeah. it's going away from you. Hold on, just a here. Second. Let me do uh, Speedy. Let me try this. Let me try something. Okay. Okay. All right. Go for it. Let me see if I can make him stay there. All right. Have you got him full screen? We do not. Where, nope. Got where you. Where are you at we now, Adam? Full screen. We got your full screen. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah. got. We got. Yeah. We yeah, got. We got uh, Helmsley. I, hold on. I'm just. Let me do this real quick. Hey, and then hey, we'll, hey, we'll rock check. and roll, hey, guys. Two, two, gotcha. two, gotcha. two. There check. we go. And right, now we got Adler. Gotcha. All right. Where are you located now, Adler? At your house. I'm still in the backyard. This is the whole backyard chilling area. I have lost Franklin though. He's nowhere to be found. Do you need Franklin? to borrow my pressure washer? <laughs> yes yes I did. hey there's the big man 
there's the big boy. Oh my goodness. What, um, what an odd looking So animal. yeah, I was showing you guys my herb garden earlier. We've had a lot of free time on our hands here. And so I'm, is that a trampoline right by the way? Um, you know, that is a dog bed here, Kevin, Kevin, get on your bed, buddy. Can you get on your bed? There you go. What a boy. Bubba, that looks like the thing that Tony Robbins jumps on before he goes out. That um, looks like a, ba- a dog trampoline. Look, Franklin got on with him. <laughs> <laughs> look at these guys. Look at them. <laughs> look at them. <laughs> Franklin's taking the whole bed. Look. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's his. Uh, I didn't know that was a dog bed. It, it looks like a trampoline. A little, those little tramps. That's what it looks like. So do we uh, need to investigate. Do we need to investigate the herb garden a little closer? Yeah. So speaking got, of herbs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not a master herbalist, are you? Can y'all see that? Yeah. 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 And also a jalapeno. With, yeah. The, also, <laughs> Bubba, with with Adler's look that he's currently sporting today on yeah. the broadcast, I just yeah. had someone email me and said, "Well, you said y'all going to do the Jesus thing at the top of the hour." <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> they, they, they were like, "Wait, I didn't have my family ready. Wait a minute." <laughs> and this is not it. This is just us checking in with Adler. My rosemary's hurting a little bit. I don't, I don't, so I moved oh. it out into the sun here, and then I got some basil over here and some Italian oregano, oh. and uh, it'll it'll all be dead within a week of the baby showing up. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, when we come back, we got it. We got to talk to Adler. He's got to get his dogs put up, and then we got to talk to him. I mean, we're almost here. I want to know the, the yeah. next week. Yeah, yeah, and he and he may have some questions he wants to ask us. We got some advice to give him. Adler about to become a father for the very first time. And uh, we will uh, we'll talk about that with him when we come back. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying how much you love me Having my baby What a lovely way of saying what you're thinking of Ah, oh, the great Paul Inca there, Bubba. He said it best, didn't he? No better way to say you love me than having my baby. <laughs> Her face is glowing, Adam. I can see it in your eyes. I'm happy in Everybody sing it, boys. That's you're having, having my baby. You're the woman I love, and I love what it's doing to love, love that glow, because you know why? You're having my baby. All right, so Adler, what is the due date? It's here, isn't it? I mean, we're, we're getting there. I mean, uh, huh? Yes. Yes, indeed, guys. Um, <laughs> the next time I join you guys, I should have a kid. Well, no, like, no, whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean? On Monday? On Monday? Well, um, it, Monday is when we have to kind of start the whole process. So I'm, I may be in Monday morning, but that may be a time in which I'm kind of in and out as we get ready to head to the hospital. And Armstrong will begin uh, his his takeover there just for, I think, oh next boy. week. Exciting next days. Week, 
It's just going to be baby week. It's just going to be baby week. Having my guys. baby. All right, Adler, can I give it's you? It's so real. <laughs> yeah. It was all fun to talk about, and now it's finally here. <laughs> Who's fed the dogs? <laughs> He's panicked inside. <laughs> we no longer care about the herb rosemary. All right, so let, let's. in the poop zone? Yeah, let's, let's talk a minute, Adler. First of all, I think advice one, and I'm probably getting ahead of the guys, you just said that you may do the show in the process of getting her. No, no. You need to be real careful about everything you do on Monday. If she looks over there and you're yucking it up with us and, and you know, like her water breaks or something, this is not. No, be real careful about everything you do from this. This as soon as we're done today till the baby is here, be extremely careful. Okay. Okay. So if she comes up to me and she's like, babe, we got to go. And I'm like, me, me, me. <laughs> that, would be, that would be bad. Then. Exactly. Yeah, and, and Adler, I'll tell you this. I, I know she's a, a very sweet young lady, uh, but she's going to be mean to you yep. at some point over the next few days. And she might squeeze your hand to the point you think you're losing a finger. Yep. Okay. Okay. Guys, it is going to be so crazy. So the hospital is going to be pretty much on lockdown. Mm-hmm. That means I, I'm the only one allowed in like no, no, no parents, no grandparents, no family allowed in the hospital at all. And in fact, once we get into the room, once we get into our room, I'm not even allowed to leave the room, like go to the cafeteria or the vending machines oh, wow. or anything like that. It's me. I'm pretty much like, I'm it, guys. I am the, uh, what's it called when you have the, the woman come over to your house and help you? Uh, have a baby midwifery. or whatever. You're the midwifery? You're the midwife? Mid- I'm yeah. the midwife. I am the midwife here, guys. I'm a midwife. All right. uh, well, so from the back Adler, here with that hair, you look like one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me Thank ask you. you. Thank you. Thank you. You're the ugliest <laughs> midwife like I've ever seen. <laughs> so Adam you could just tell baby. everybody you had to be Jesus back on Sunday, and it was uh, you hadn't had time to cut it yet. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Are, are you going to be there with her uh, at her head, or are you going to be down on the business end? How are you going in on that? You know, um, I've been talking to the guys. A what an bit about awkward this. question! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, I, I want to know how Adler's approaching this. I will be, and I've told Aaron this before. I will be where I'm needed. So if I'm ne- I'm needed, you know, if I'm needed up north, I'll head to the north wall. You know, and if I'm I'm headed south, I'll I'll head to to the you know nether regions, whatever. Now, have I'll, you I'll have be you wherever been, I need? Did you just have call you it the nether regions? Did y'all do the classes? <laughs> Where you Lamaze. see the videos and all of this of, of babies coming into the world? You know, I, I, we actually haven't, guys. We we had um, a baby a baby care uh, class that we went to at the hospital. It kind of as this whole coronavirus thing was kicking up. In fact, she's the the nurse that was doing this class for like thirty people in the room. She only spent maybe one minute on the whole coronavirus thing. She was like, you know what? If this coronavirus thing ends up making it to America. Uh, if you get it, uh, the the mom can actually pass the antibodies through the um, you know the breast milk. Wow. Don't, and, don't, don't, uh, don't, there's no need to give us the physical. We're not praying no, charades. I, I, this is we can actually hear you. This is we good, can look, actually. We're, we're having to be honest here. This is good information. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, there's no need. But to I ha- will say this: if you're if you're planning on going south. You need to desensitize yourself. I, that's how I got through it. You know, you, it, you, when you go to these training classes, they show you a lot of videos Boy, and you that. get the shock gets wore off. You know what I mean? So you can you can be there and, and uh, do whatever you need to do appropriately. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, and in, in fact, I've got a lot of pressure on me because I need to kind of document this whole thing because You're nobody not, can actually be there. So I'm, are you I'm going to be camera. videoing? Oh, I'll have my camera. I'll probably strap a GoPro to my head just in oh, case. That's as a good. Oh, that's good. He has to. Nobody can be there. <laughs> I want to see a video of you video. Adler, I, I think you touched on something, and and I and, Bub, and Bubba's trying to let you know, and so are the other guys. You know, all of my children were C-section, so my experience was different. But but they're trying to warn you the fact that you haven't seen that yet, and and this is going to be like the very first time. We're concerned there's going to be a shock yeah. factor there mm-hmm. um, that that you you haven't desensitized because you're all how sweet and wonderful. Remember yeah. what Bubba said something very profound many 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 years ago, and and it's still ringing throughout time. Mm-hmm. Birth is a wonderful miracle, and it is a I mean just the most wonderful miracle. But sometimes yep. miracles can still be gross. Yeah, and yep. and 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 you need to be aware of that. You go field dress a deer in preparation. Yeah, well, that's a good point, Speed. Yeah. I think it's too late for that now. I, I don't think anything gets you ready for this. You you need to really go. Look, I'm worried about you if you haven't been desensitized. You know, we used to have that Discovery Health Channel on mm. our. Uh, on our cable oh, system yeah. and you know that it went away but mm-hmm. you could you could see babies being born knees being replaced i mean uh, it, and it really helped to desensitize you to a lot of that adler you know it you know elvis was never the same yeah well thanks for bringing that up rick thank you all right how about right. that um erin is not at this point at this point she's not going c-section route she is going normal uh right. oh natural i guess you'd say and Gosh. so Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's very nervous. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. She's very nervous. So no. y'all be praying about that. Now, when you when you say natural, that's what, important. Do you, do you mean, you don't what mean do no you medicine, mean? No medication. You just mean from below. You don't mean she's not going to have she's any medication. She's not going without a block and all, right? Epidural. She'll have an epidural, correct? She will. She, she's definitely going to do the okay. epidural. You just, mean, you, just, you just mean no C-section. That's all you mean. Yeah. Unless you yeah, have to. I mean. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to. I feel like Amanda needs to come in and coach Adler a little bit on what to expect. I tried to get her to come in here a minute ago when James was on, and she she freaked out, and ran upstairs. Oh, okay, right. uh, guys, I want no, y'all to know we're getting close Adler, to the break. I- we're getting close to the break, but listen, and we have we have time because we're going to do the uh, the Easter thing, the second segment, so we can even come back at the top. Yeah, because I want to warn him about one thing yeah, that catches okay. a lot of men off guard in there. We need to, Bubba, because I did not know he has not seen the film. I didn't no, know I, that. I didn't either. I'm worried now. You need to. Yeah, you right. need to desensitize quick. All right, so we'll, we'll come back. We'll finish with Adler preparing him, and if that comes up again later in the show, we can do that too. But we'll finish with him, and then segment two for some of you that you're trying to figure out if you want to sit down with your family on us remembering Good Friday. It'll it'll be somewhere around uh, maybe eighteen after something like that next hour to give you kind of an idea where you need to be. Uh, but you certainly probably want to hear us talk with Adler next anyway, so just go ahead and be with us now. Uh, top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. People smile and tell me I'm the lucky one. And we've just begun. Think I'm going to have a son. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Like Here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past. Conceived in love. Uh, it's a brand Sun new hour. Shine above. Uh, talking about Adler's babies coming next week. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with money. Everything will bring a chain of love. Everybody say it in the morning. In the morning when I rise. 
bring a tear of joy to my eyes and tell me everything's gonna so, be alright. So, Danny's song for you, Adler. By the way, I'm predicting a boy. Are we going to predict? We, he didn't let us do a prediction. Really? He, he didn't let us do the. I mm. mean, we don't know the data, Rick. How are we going well, to make a call? It's just a sense I have. Last time I saw Aaron, I saw the way she was carrying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know he's a sweater. Oh. Hey, boy, he'll sweat. Yeah, boy. I mean, he'll oh, sweat. Lay Adler will sweat. Yeah. Yes, man. If it, we just knew about the hair on her legs and her cravings, I think I we know. can make a pretty good prediction. Mm-hmm. Greg, you remember what Granddaddy say? Uh, Adler was sweating like a prostitute on Sunday. That's right. Sit <laughs> uh, stain sitting in church. Rick. All right. So uh, so let's uh, let's talk uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah. uh, please, please, week. please don't compare me. Please don't compare me to a prostitute. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. Let's oh, face it. Wow. We. Let's face it, in our line of work, we all are just a little bit. Well. Uh, but anyway, so – so uh, <laughs> rough truth there. Uh, but anyway, so um, – <laughs> everybody who's in our industry goes well, you know that's, a, that's one of those tough truths right there yeah. uh all right so bubba you had some things to ask adler he's we did not know going to the break that he's going to be in the room because of the coronavirus he'll be alone in there with he and the doc and and he um can't have family around him and all that but we thought he'd already been prepared for the birth process but he just told us he hasn't I'm worried about him now. I, I don't. I, I think he needs to stay north if he has not yes. been trained. Moral support. Just talk her through it. Because look, there's a lot going on on south of the border there. That's uh, like I said, it is a wonderful miracle. But nobody no said reason. that wonderful miracles are not gross. Yeah, and Adler, no reason for you to be there. Yeah, Speedy and I are no help to you because all of our children were C-section. We can just tell you if a C-section shows up, all you really needed to watch was the movie Alien. Right. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It, it, if you saw that, you're ready. I mean, you, you, <laughs> by the way, stretches. Well, one, one of the things I want to warn you for is, you know, you, you're you going to have the, the birth and, you know, the baby and, you know, they're going to clean the baby up and you're going to hear him crying and you're all excited and happy and Betty had already told me, she said, you get over there and count, make sure there's 10 fingers and 10 toes. I, I don't know why that was. Uh, yeah, so I'm important. over there and I'm trying to let her know everything's fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was. And, you know, uh, then I, I look back and I thought, oh, my gosh, her liver has fallen out. Yeah. You know, I was in yeah. total shock. So Somebody check on stretch. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that, that's not her liver. And right. she'll, she'll be fine. That's just that's some of the support gear. Yeah, we, we right. all, whether, right. whether C-section or below, all got that moment. They, they bring if, if you've ever been around and you've seen a deer being dressed out, you know somebody pulls that that bucket up. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. they bring a bucket up, and uh, and you and you need to be we lost him in the- <laughs> yeah. Stretch Armstrong has left. We didn't know Stretch Armstrong was squeamish, and he he cannot take this conversation. Right, but oh, just be no. Bubba's point is C section or from below. Yeah, be careful where you look. That's super important. Yeah, especially when you're over get once the baby's here. Get over there with mama and get on into the baby. Do not look around, especially if you've got a GoPro on your head. Mm-hmm. Just get over there wow. with her and the baby, and you're going to see a lot of stuff going on around you. Just and don't there's mirrors. There's a lot of mirrors. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. Just be real careful where you look. Yeah. All right, I'm bringing a catcher's mitt just you know so I can catch. catch okay, that's there good. You go. Now, now one yeah. thing, one bit of advice uh, Rick and Bubba gave me, uh, and I don't know if Aaron already wears one or not. But they told me to go out and get Terry an ankle bracelet because her legs are going to be up in the air most of the day. And and so that was very helpful. I got her a real pretty ankle bracelet. 
Yeah, I just wrote. I just wrote. I just. I did, matter of fact, you might want to think about writing your wife's favorite Bible verse on her ankle so she can see it when she's struggling. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. See, I, I was I was shocked that uh, <laughs> as at, many look people at look at that. <laughs> as many people come in. Well, Betty got a a, a pedicure, and I, I didn't really understand why. Then I saw why. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the thing was shocking to me how many people come in to check the dilation. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, at one point the janitor had put his yeah. broom up and he was over there. Checking <laughs> everything. I, yeah. I, modesty. I, I just wasn't ready for that parade of people. Yeah. yeah. Modesty. My, my wife is very modest, but she admits in this position in any modesty, modesty, you, you or your wife had going into this, it, it, they take, they take the word modesty and for all this process, it just doesn't even exist. Mm-mm. It's yeah, as if that gone. word is nowhere. Right. Uh, so you need to be prepared for that, but nobody's going to care because you're just trying to get the baby here healthy and the joy of all that. And, and there may be times that your wife looks at you and out of nowhere, just starts screaming, you did this to me. <laughs> and, uh, so, so be prepared for that. There could be yeah, some she, anger. She's, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's going to do some things you really didn't think she was capable of doing. She doesn't really mean it. Right. And it'll all be better tomorrow. And can I tell you yeah. this, everybody agree with me on this? Cause uh, the way God did this is anybody who can be agnostic or atheist after children, hmm. what, what are you, what's your, what do you, how do you think all this happened? But anyway, you will look at your wife and you will tilt your head and you'll be like, why you, I, you're really something. I mean, you, yeah. you, oh, did you. you did it. I, it's amazing. It's, they, they, they grow it, they store it, they, they it's born <laughs> and then they, and then they feed it with their body too. Guys, what does our body do guys? Well, not much, not much. I'll tell you that. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It, it did enough to get us here. It did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, that's right. But Adler, you played a small she, role in it. Yeah, yeah. She's she's been feeding this this baby the whole time. So it's yeah. you know she feeds yeah. internal, external. I mean, there there it's a it's a wonderful, amazing thing. It really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. So Adler, it is, it is. we're we're I just wish you. I wish you had seen more of videos of it, so you wouldn't yeah. be shocked. I now, but I will tell you this: as we go to the break, I've now become super super excited about our post interviews with Adler. I was already excited enough. Yeah. But, yeah. but I just became more excited <laughs> yeah, I am too. about it. So when we come back, gather the family together. Today is Good Friday, and we will remember that and, uh, and be thankful as we walk through this when we come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour today is good friday the day uh, that god uh, resolved our biggest issue and the worst pandemic of all time the pandemic that can kill us physically and for eternity and that pandemic is sin and now we take time to remember good friday Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, 
and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. So this day shall be to you a memorial, and you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. The Gospel according to Mark. Immediately in the morning, the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes and the whole council. And they bound Jesus, led him away, and delivered him to Pilate. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? It is as you say. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. Do you answer nothing? See how many things they testify against you? But Jesus still answered nothing, so that Pilate marveled. Now at the feast, he was accustomed to releasing one prisoner to them, whomever they requested. And there was one named Barabbas, who was chained with his fellow rebels. They had committed murder in the rebellion. Then the multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do just as he had always done for them. But Pilate answered them, you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had handed him over because of envy. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd so that he should rather release Barabbas to them. What then do you want me to do with him whom you call the king of the Jews? So they cried out again. Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more. So Pilate, wanting to gratify the crowd, released Barabbas to them, and he delivered Jesus, after he had scourged him, to be crucified. Then the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole garrison. And they clothed him with purple, and they twisted a crown of thorns, put it on his head, and began to salute him. King of the Jews! Hail, King of the Jews! Then they struck him on the head with a reed and spat on him. And bowing the knee, they worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple off him, put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. Then they compelled a certain man, Simon a Cyrenian, the father of Alexander and Rufus, as he was coming out of the country and passing by, to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place Golgotha, which is translated, place of a skull. Then they gave him wine mingled with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. And when they crucified him, they divided his garments, casting lots for them to determine what every man should take. Now it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the inscription of his accusation was written above, the King of the Jews. With him, they also crucified two robbers, one on his right and the other on his left. So the scripture was fulfilled, which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha! You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, 
save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking among themselves with the scribes. He saved others. Himself he cannot save. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him reviled him. Now, when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Hello, Lama. Which is translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood by when they heard that said, Look, he's calling for Elisha. Then someone ran and filled a sponge full of sour wine, put it on a reed, and offered it to him to drink. Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to take him down. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and breathed his last. the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. So when the centurion who stood opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. <laughs> there were also women looking on from afar, among whom was Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James the Less and of Joses, and Salome, who also followed him and ministered to him when he was in Galilee, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. Now, when evening had come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a prominent council member, who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God, coming and taking courage, went into Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Pilate marveled that he was already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him if he had been dead for some time. So when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. Then he bought fine linen, took him down, and wrapped him in the linen. And he laid him in a tomb which had been hewn out of the rock, and rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joses observed where he was laid. Now when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices that they might come and anoint him. Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen, and they said among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, for it was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a long white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. 
He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him, as he said to you. So they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him as they mourned and wept. And when they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After that, he appeared in another form to two of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. So there you go. And uh, that, of course, um, featured... Um, the accounts of Mark interviewing Peter from the Gospel of Mark. You certainly want to dive in and look at all the all four accounts of that and all four Gospels to get the full picture. But there was um, the, the basics of uh, the most important day today and Sunday in the history of the world. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Uh, we've got lines available for you. Stretch Armstrong taking your phone calls, and we'll talk to you uh, about whatever is on your mind. Uh, make a comment, ask a question, uh, bring information to the table. Uh, it is not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. At the end of thirty seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program will come to a close, and then we'll move to the next caller. But if you move right now, you can get in. Uh, we're going to let you program the next segment. Uh, also, don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, and we'll be uh, talking about this book that I'm holding in my hand if you're looking uh, on YouTube. Uh, we'll talk to Reverend Dean and Sarah, City Church, Tallahassee. Uh, the book is called The Unsaved Christian, and, and with it being uh, you know, the, the Resurrection Weekend and, and Good Friday, The Crucifixion, uh, this uh, and we even talk about this in the podcast. You know, Paul instructs us pretty clearly uh, to constantly be giving ourselves kind of a self analysis on whether we really belong to the faith that we claim to believe. Uh, and uh, one of the things that, uh, that that has been examined and been talked about, and this book takes it on, is cultural Christianity, uh, which is really not Christianity at all. Uh, and sometimes um, it's it, it's one of those things that we need to assess, especially this weekend. So that interview will be happening tomorrow. Uh, and you can enjoy that as part of the weekend as uh, as well. And again, it's good for us to uh, to assess where we are, and we're told to do it uh, in Scripture. And hopefully, this will be one of those weekends, like I had to do in my own life, uh, that some people may come to the conclusion 
uh, that they have never been redeemed or that some of you who've never made that claim uh, and you're kind of kicking the tires on, on what God has done and who he is and the situation we find ourselves in uh, and the things that we're talking about that happened in history this weekend and, and it'll be the, the, the weekend that you decide. Uh, I want to be redeemed. Uh, we certainly are hoping and praying for that, and uh, all of us are equal at the foot of the cross in equal need of redemption. So uh, let's start with John, Vestavia Hills, Alabama. John, you got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show. Go right ahead. Guys, I was just uh, wondering. I'm... I don't know how that happened, buddy. I'm so Burn. sorry. That was Phantom Power got him. Lee, sorry, he was wondering. Uh, Lee, he was go, wondering. Lee, go ahead. 30 seconds. Lee. Guys, I, I can't explain. I have no this idea. This is going really good. Uh, and it's a full bank of calls, too. Lee, are you there? Pennsylvania? Hello. Clay. Clay. Hey, my okay. name's Lee. Well, no wonder he didn't answer. His name's Clay. Uh, Clay <laughs> Clay in Pennsylvania. Go ahead. Not even Clee. Hey, I'm actually uh, living in Alabama, but I'm trucking through Akron, Ohio right now. Rick, got a question for you. Okay. Uh, being an over-road driver, I have a lot of time to listen to Audible. Uh, I'm looking for kind of a devotional or something geared towards men's study, not necessarily a daily devotional, but a good Christian book to kind of iron, sharpen iron, kind of get something positive to listen to on my on the travels. Uh, want to see if you have any recommendation, anything you can steer me on. So you would like for it needs to be on audibles at your preference? Yeah, obviously. Yes, sir. Uh, Just, I'll be completely honest with you because by the time I park this truck, I'm ready to go to sleep. No, I understand. Okay. Yeah. If you keep listening, um, let me tell you this. If you're looking, the kind of thing you're describing if if Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest, is available on Audible, Audible I think that is the most hard hitting, the most depth, the most convicting. Uh, the, the like, like if I was going to give you a hard workout that you'd benefit from, I would say, well, then do the Oswald Chambers daily devotional, my utmost for his highest. If you're looking for books that deal with sharpening you, Finishing Strong by Steve Farrar, Point Man by Steve Farrar. Kingdom Man by Tony Evans. All of those are very, very good. And, of course, we have the devotionals, but they're not on audio, so that wouldn't help you. And I will tell you that my wife's book uh, is hard-hitting as well. It's about uh, pain and suffering, but when you get to the parts of uh, the Scripture and then the Bible study uh, and some of the stuff that she uh, that she talks about, uh, it's available on audio too now at audible.com. Bronner, A Journey to Understand, and it also is very Hard hitting, and uh, and you can certainly grow. So all those are good. Uh, we continue. Let's go to Tim in Pearl, Mississippi. Tim, uh, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Good morning. Happy Resurrection Weekend. Thank you, buddy. You too. Yeah, to you too. Uh, yes, the Democrats. <laughs> Boy, they at it again. They're blocking everything. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, the the attempt to loot us during our time of fear. Everybody, take a note of that. I agree. John, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Yes, sir, guys. I uh, was just curious. Of one thing I've always wondered about Easter and Good Friday is uh, the Bible says that uh, Jesus was going to be in the grave for three days and three nights. Yet we say he was crucified on Friday and was risen again on Sunday morning. That's not even close to three days and three nights. Well, you have to understand, though, with the Passover and the Jewish calendar uh, and all of that, you've got to take all that into account. I understand what you're saying, uh, but I think you're you're missing in the point, uh, and you're keeping time wrong. Uh, you got you got to take all that into account of when they actually said that Passover begins and what they declared. As a matter of fact, when you go to, you know, even – with some people trying to do prophecy, 
the the Jewish calendar, the year is only 360 days. It's not even 365 days, and that's where you can get wrong on some of Daniel's prophecies and how he talks about, you know, the 69. Um, uh, uh, the 70 weeks. Yeah, yeah, and, and that really every year stands for seven years, and you got to think it's only 360 days, not 365. So also the way that they um, – kept time of day when it came to the Passover also has to be taken into account. And I, and all kidding aside, I mean, I don't mean to be mean right now, so don't take this the wrong way. I'm honestly trying to help you. Please don't let that be where you concentrate. Who cares? I mean, what, what we're talking about is that Jesus paid the price for sin and was the perfect sacrifice on the cross and then rose from the dead. How many ever days later you want to count it on your calendar? Uh, and that miracle was witnessed by over 500 people. Uh, and as I thought Chuck Colson said beautifully, and I actually put this out, uh, you can yeah. see it on Instagram. That's a, a good quote. Yeah, a good quote <clears throat> when he says that he came to know Jesus. And he, by the way, he didn't care whether it, it turned out to three days on his calendar or not. He was just concentrating on what happened. And uh, and the point he was making, because he was in jail from from Watergate, and he said this, he said, I know the resurrection is a fact, and Watergate proved it to me, of all things. How? Because 12 men testified they'd seen Jesus raised from the dead. Then they pro- proclaimed that truth for 40 years, never once denying it. Every one of them were beaten, tortured, stoned, put in prison, as we know, eventually martyred, uh, all but John. They would not have endured that if it, if they were all in on a lie, if that weren't true. I was involved in Watergate. That embroiled 12 of the most powerful men in the world, and they couldn't keep alive for three weeks. You're telling me the 12 apostles could keep alive for 40 years? Absolutely impossible. So I, I would I would focus on those things, uh, and uh, the bottom line is the three days is not the point. Well, Rick, uh, yeah. well, I don't I don't even see the controversy there. You have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. So, I mean, there was a night period during all of those. Remember, it's not early on Sunday. Yeah. So if he rose from the, the grave, say, at 4 o'clock on Sunday morning, you've got three days. No, I know. Yeah, there's all kinds. of. I've heard this thing before. Uh, it, it comes up really uh, uh, just about every year. Well, he wasn't in the tomb three full days. He wasn't in the tomb three days. Uh, well, that, that I think you're missing the point. There were three days involved. He rose on the third day. But if you also look the way they do the Passover, uh, it is three days. Because it's the past- three days, and there's three nights involved, too. Yeah, you're right. Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning early, which was still nighttime. Right. Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm with you. And don't don't forget about it. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to chase that rabbit because it, it's not the point. Right, uh, right. But but you but you are correct, Bubba. And there's also the all all the other evidence that's a little more important to look at. I would think. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris. Uh, in Hartzell. Chris, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, what did y'all I just uh, had read over the radio last segment? All I've got to say is then came the morning. Yeah, Sunday's coming. Uh, yeah. Let's go to Stephen uh, in Middletown, Ohio. Stephen, go ahead. Uh, monkey grass and green acres, fellas. Thank you very much. <laughs> go ahead. Hey, uh, Greg, I'm actually the uh, guy from Ohio that drove down to the uh, yeah. Wild, yeah. wild Game Feast. And I uh, had a great time there. I had a few tips for Adler. Uh, I actually have a three-month-old, and uh, it's it's kind of crazy. Nowadays, they go straight from uh, birth to skin-to-skin uh, skin with the mom. So uh, I would concur with what the guy said. Stay beside her. Don't- 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no doubt about that. Uh, we continue. Corey in Auburn. Corey also, uh, his family having a baby this week. Corey, go ahead. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, yeah, I was just calling to say that I'm having, me and my wife having a baby on Wednesday of this week, so I'm kind of there with Adler, but uh, we're having C-section, Rick, so I was just going to call and see if you had any advice on that end of it. Well, but Speedy and I both went through that. You know, if you've watched the movie Alien, you're ready. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to you're not going to believe when all of a sudden they reach down into uh, the the area that they've just made available. And they start pulling out a human being. You're, you're not going to believe what you're seeing. I mean, it is uh, certainly the other. I'm sure is, you know, probably even more shocking. But there really is something about you looking over there, and it's just like on Alien. And here comes that head up through your wife's stomach, and they start working that baby out of there. And you're just looking. And and I just uncontrollably said, "Honey, you're not going to believe what's going on." <laughs> and uh, you know, because because you, you watch their poor body, their poor body's getting tugged and moved and. You know, because I mean, the baby didn't just come out of there smoothly. I mean, it's it they 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 got to work it. You know, and it's a they they go and cut the now, uterus open and then start pulling it out. Oh, now and, this, the the skin to skin, the skin to skin is that when you're try, you're trying to teach a kid how to do like a cool high five, like give me some skin, you know, like that. Skin, no, that's, skin not, no, that's not idea. No, it's not. Adler, uh, the only other thing I forgot to uh, to mention was if they are you going to cut the cord. I would love to, honestly. I would love to be the guy to cut the cord, but well, if uh, they don't let me do that, I'm good too. You know. Well, just to practice, you need to go get some of those scissors they give the first graders. You know, that's real dull, and go try yes. to cut a piece of rope that's you know about an inch thick. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, there's yeah. a lot of gristle to it. You'll be shocked. It does, it does, that it does, thing is tough. It's tough. It's tough as nails. I thought I'm, I've got bad scissors here. Yeah. These things need sharp. Yeah. Right. Hey, hey, you you could hang a porch swing from it. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. That's so true. You could pull a four-wheeler out of that. Tracy in Jacksonville. Tracy, go ahead. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Tracy. We're great. I'm glad to be celebrating today's Resurrection Day. I was just curious if um, y'all have heard from Frenchie over this COVID thing. Yeah, we have. I uh, may have already covered it, but I haven't haven't heard anything. Yeah, we have. I actually talked to Frenchie via WhatsApp like two days ago. And he and his family are doing fine. They live in more of the rural part of France, so they're not uh, stuck there in Paris where all the population is. And he and his family are doing great. We just text back and forth. Sherry's talked to his mom uh, and communicated with her uh, a couple of times, and they are they are doing great. So all good news there. And he was checking on all of us and told them we were fine too. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Uh, and uh, on the Good Friday edition of the Rick and Bubba Show, uh, if you um, you know are looking for things to do uh, for the you know the weekend, there's all kinds of stuff. Don't forget, we did the Wednesday Bible study this week. We focused uh, on John chapter 18, uh, and that's everything that happened up to the crucifixion. If you want to look at that, the next Wednesday we'll be talking about the actual crucifixion and the resurrection if we can get to that if not we'll just stay in 19 next week but uh, just uh, those some things you can do and of course uh, we just had a a little segment this hour that kind of takes you through a a brief uh, assessment of everything that took place that's available in the archives at rickandbubba.com you can go there to um, you know either our youtube channel where you can watch it or you can just listen to it 
on our podcast channel as well. Uh, so, uh, and then don't forget the Rick and Bubba University, the podcast tomorrow, also talking about uh, this weekend and a very important topic. Um, all right, so I know the guys. We, we've been, you know, we're in, we're in pandemic mode, um, and we're trying to learn all these things. And Bubba, I understand that you you you've tried to stay ahead of this technologically, uh, medically. Uh, and now you think you have discovered a way to take your temperature uh, with some of the latest technology? Is that correct? Well, I'm having a problem with it. And that's why I wanted some input. But you're yeah. right. You know, in the early parts of this, uh, I kind of saw this coming. I, you know, got me some masks, got me some gloves, ordered me a, a thermometer. Uh, you know, we we ordered some equipment. We we took some precautions there at work. And, you know, we're trying to stay ahead of this. Well, my thermometer got held up a little bit and it finally got here and it looked like it was a commercial, uh, deal, you know, like that you check temperatures of, uh, heating and cooling yeah. and electrical circuits, but it said it would do body temperature too. So I thought, well, good, this will be a, you know, win, win. I can use it later. Uh, and it got this little model here. I, I don't really know that much about them, but, uh, yeah. this thing and, but I, I can't get it to check the temperature, right? It's not, it's not ever, really work you know i thought i could like point it at my, let me show you my forehead right here mm. and uh and it would uh check the temperature you know right and uh but i've been doing that to people and it, it didn't really work right and then i started thinking maybe if you shoot another part of the body that easy you know has that so i started trying to uh to, mm. to shoot it in my mouth right uh, yeah Mm-mm. yeah oh, there, there it is there it is and uh but there that it it, that wasn't really you know and i I thought, well, under you could do it under your easy now under your arm too, and yeah, you know that's really not working. And the the one other spot I knew you could shoot, I can't get to it. Right. So, um, you yeah, know, and then right. I thought under your tongue is supposed to be right you know, where you put the thermometer. Sure, so. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a big old tongue. Any, 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 and and so that's as close as I can get. You can see there. I think it's ninety-seven five. Yeah, mm-hmm. ninety-seven yeah. five. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm under, which is good. So yeah. if it was uh, higher, but I, you know, I just, it, I never got it to, you know, I wanted just to be able to like shoot it, you know, my forehead, like, right. like that right there. And right. Get it. But it, you know, it just reads like 94. It doesn't get a good reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see, now you question mm-hmm. if any of the readings are accurate. Mm-hmm. Can you well, get it closer to your just, forehead? Is that do what? Can you get it closer to your forehead? Would that help any? Probably well, it, not. It, maybe. You just shot yourself in the eye. You yeah, did. I did. I'm blind. Yeah, now. yeah right, right. No, it's 95 there. So oh, okay. Could, could you? Is there any way, like maybe in the break in the privacy of your own bedroom, <laughs> you could have give it to Betty, <laughs> and you uh, and you drop trowel and see if she can hit a bullseye? <laughs> okay. Well, why not? <laughs> well, we know we wouldn't. What, and another way, well, I, it may guys. Can we be? We're zoom. adults here. Know. Greg, open up. Let me shoot you. See. Oh, yeah. Greg, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there um, it is. It's I not the laser. Proper. I only got 86 on you, Greg. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess yeah. the I'm distance is causing it not to you work. Right. That. Helmsy, you just step uh, out of this. Oh, you know Adler's going to let me scan <laughs> there. there. Uh, Adler? Adler, no, don't do that. You're 86, Adler. 86. Slide away, Helmsy. See if you can shoot big distraction here. Oh, yeah. That's an 87. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's not. Is this not designed for checking people's temperature? Apparently, it's not. The description said it was, but I don't think it's. Because I thought it would tell you where to shoot. Yeah, yeah, you would think that. Yeah. Yeah, you would think that would be in the manual. I don't think that's right. Right. Yeah, because Bubba, Greg makes a point. If they put in Here, there. Let me try it again, Rick. 
Right, I see you. But but Bubba, here's the point to Greg's point. Too low, so. To Greg's point, because yeah, I know right. that you know uh, any infomercial that's ever been done has gotten Bubba. We know he's got a weakness <laughs> yeah. for it. What's happened here, Greg, is these people have these things, and they know that people were panicking to try to get things to take their temperature. So they throw yep. in, hey, throw down at the bottom. It'll work for for body yeah, temperature too. That's exactly it. Somebody yeah. put an ad on and yeah. it got me. Because they be, were correct. Because if it would if it's for body temperature in the instructions, it would say now to take your body temperature. <laughs> yeah. You do this for an accurate reading. Shoot them in yeah. the forehead. Yeah. yeah. Bubba, I, so I, under the tongue is the closest I can get, and I have been drinking some you know, uh, cool refreshments here. So, it, you know, that'll throw it off even at the doctor's office a little bit. Audience is weighing in and says it's got to touch your forehead. It's got to touch it? Now, I don't think this, this is – Maybe this it's a different is, one. That's a different that's, one. That's for yeah, like this doesn't touch. Bubba, that's for like checking bad electrical, electrical connections and stuff. Right. Yes. Right. And Greg, they, Greg, they sold him that it would work for body temperature too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a little – it's 90 – that was 96. <laughs> please stop doing that it's still better up under your tongue let me see if i can do that again. No, let's not do that again. will you please stop doing that oh yeah, adler's going to get a screenshot of that and yep. it'll be out on social media eight that's 97 okay. in that range uh, right. I can yeah, get yeah. but that's hit, close i mean that's close he's going to hit a 103 in a minute shutdown. <laughs> he is you're right, <laughs> right. oh my god <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> you're all over that they sold him on this oh yeah and somebody put said hey man everybody's <laughs> looking for stuff to take their temperature throw down at the bottom that ours was do that too. Yeah, yeah. I just add that to it. Yeah. It might do it. <laughs> well, I wish I wish it worked. That was maybe I'm don't have it in the right mode. I don't know. Maybe if somebody knows anything about it. Let me know. There are thermometers that do that because I saw the Chinese people were shooting there. Yeah. People yeah. Oh, I know. That's what I want. See, that's what I envision this being. Probably in high demand. Yeah. Listen, I, Amanda yeah. has Amanda has to do that before she walks in the hospital. Yeah, day. you're right. Mm-hmm. And I bet it's not the kind my Bubba's got. <laughs> Probably not. No. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a great weekend. We got more Rick and Bubba. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess. Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport, and the team's all here. The Good Friday edition of uh, the Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba, uh, I know that we, we talked with James Spann. If you missed that, I know for some parts of the country there could be a severe weather. Uh, this coming Easter Sunday, so uh, keep uh, keep an eye on that and pay attention. If you missed that update, we had that coming up uh, earlier in the program. All right, so when we were, um, you know, uh, many, you know, we talk, we've talked quite a bit, and you can go to rickandbubba.com about these different things. We have these reoccurring questions that come up, and so what Bubba and I have done, and members of the show sometimes, we just said, like, if it's plantar fasciitis, instead of Bubba having to constantly answer this question, we just had Bubba's answer put in goodies at rickandbubba.com in documents. Right. Uh, people were saying, what were the team rules that you guys used when y'all were coaches? I'd like to have a look at that. Well, you can go to rickandbubba.com in and, and goodies, and there's a document there. And then there became the discussion of the Burgess family spiral dogs, handed down for generations. Uh, my grandfather handed it to to my father, who handed it to, to Greg and to me. 
and then I'm passing along to my sons, and, and the list goes on and on. So we people are saying, hey, what about the recipe for that? And we have that also in goodies under documents. But I had some people starting to say, we need, on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, we need a YouTube video, Rick, of you actually preparing them. And, you know, there was a time when I just didn't have time for that. Uh, by the way, that time, not anymore. Uh, so yeah. so yeah. I was uh, at home, and I, I realized that it had come up on the menu again, and I hollered to young Broderick, get your gear, uh, and let's once and for all, let, let's do what people have been asking me to do in the audience for years. Let's Let's do the cooking video. And let's put it on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. It is there now on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, but we're going to take a look at it uh, as a team and for the audience that's watching uh, and listening right now. If you're listening, you'll hear me talking about it. If you want to see what's happening, go to the YouTube channel. It is on our YouTube channel now. So, so uh, guys, here it is. Uh, this is young Broderick shooting and editing this. You'll see that I, you know, the only thing Broderick's got to get better about, Adler, and I know you struggle with this, if we mispronounce something, just stop us and correct us. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all Broderick does is put up on the screen what I was, should have said. Mm-hmm. I called products uh, projects, uh, and he puts up in the screen he means products, which I guess is funny. But I mean, I, you could if, if, <laughs> it's good. Yeah, if he'd have just stopped me and said, "Hey, Dad, you, you're, you're using the wrong word there." But but anyway, he was a good director, and he we put it all together. So here it is: uh, how to prepare the Burgess world famous uh, spiral dogs. Here it is. Hello there, Rick from the Rick and Bubba Show. Th- this has been something that the audience has been asking me to do for years. Now, let me be clear. You can go to rickandbubba.com. You can click on goodies and then click on document, and you can get the recipe for the world-famous Burgess Spiral Hot Dogs. I learned this from my dad. I-, I will continue to pass it along to the next generation. But many of you have said, Rick, why don't you do a video showing us the entire preparation and today thanks to the pandemic we will be doing this now first of all you have to have the right elements now i want to tell you some of the things that we have here first of all you need to have a pair of sunglasses so when you go to the grill i grew up watching my dad on the grill for some reason he always has sunglasses on i will likely be wearing sunglasses even though it's an overcast day here in sweet home alabama when i go to the grill but uh, the right pair of sunglasses i prefer the costa del mars but that could just be a style issue with you. Next, if you're gonna do a spiral dog, you gotta have the right weenies. Uh, here they are. Um, these are Oscar Mayer all beef weenies. Now you will see, uh, and it's shameful today, that you will notice that mine says lean beef. Uh, I prefer the all beef weenie. Again, remember I told you we were in a pandemic. These were the only all beef weenies of Oscar Mayer left on the shelf. I would not have gotten these if I had not coughed and screamed unclean. Now, of course, uh, part the thing that makes the spiral dog so fantastic, of course, is the barbecue sauce. Uh, we have tried various barbecue sauces over the years. Uh, we absolutely love Bullseye Original. Don't get weird with it. Uh, Bullseye Original seems to lay on the Oscar Mayer all beef weenie perfectly. Uh, I'm not being paid to endorse any of these prog- projects, though if they would like to contact me, I'm open to that. When it comes to the to the buns, uh, I, I, I don't really have any favorites. I prefer, if I have my choice, and they're hard to find now, I, I love the King Hawaiian buns. Uh, you know, they just started doing those not long ago. They're hard to find. Uh, but really, any hot dog bun will do. Again, we're in a pandemic. Uh, ballpark, ballpark hot dog buns were all that were at the grocery store uh, so I grabbed these and certainly these work uh, you know the spiral is the key you have to have a very very sharp knife so be sure be careful with it but you got a sharp knife so the spiral will go smoothly now there are people and I know you 
There are people out there that have bought this apparatus that spirals the weenies. I don't like that. Also, you gotta have something ready today for your barbecue sauce. Put your barbecue sauce in here. You want something to spread. Notice I'm doing weenies today, so I don't I don't want this to be this brush to be too wide. I like it to be a little narrow so it can work down the weenie perfectly. Because how we put this barbecue sauce on is going to be crucial, and uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, when we actually start making the spiral dogs today. Uh, and then, of course, you want to have some kind of tongs. Uh, this does not call for the Rick and Bubba spatula, sadly, uh, but the you know tongs for me work the best. You don't have to have these, but these are really nice for, for picking the weenies up and rolling them as they're roasting so that we cook them evenly. Uh, any kind of pan will do to put your weenies in. This is the one that Sherry allowed me to use today. It's no more complicated than that. Now, you also want to have an apron. Uh, this one I don't even know that we sell these anymore at rickandbubba.com. I think they went away quick, but the statement here is still profound. Never ever, under any circumstance, trust a skinny shelf. You see somebody a little heavy, especially some love handles on them, they're going to take you to the food. And I promise you that when we're done today, you can look at me and the way I'm built, and you can know you got a good hot dog coming up, okay? Some people have actually said, and I'll tell you one thing, it drives me up the wall, hey Rick, this is just a hot dog, and see, that's where you're wrong. Hey, Rick, this is just a hot dog. I can't tell you how many people have said that and bit into a spiral dog, looked at me with tears running down their face, and apologized. Okay? No, it's not just a hot dog. It's a spiral dog. And we're going to get that done today, and we're going to do it in a way that you should be able to, to produce perfection every single time. By the way, at rickandbubba.com, we do have an apron. We may be out of this one, but we got a really cool camo one that's really sharp. So, all right. So, when we come back, I'm going to show you the most important part, and that is what? I got to get my spiral right. The key to the spiral, why do we do a spiral? Let's talk about that first. Why would I spiral a hot dog? The reason why, look right here. The reason why we love the spiral is when you spiral it, a lot of times with a hot dog, people just throw these things up on a grill. They roll them around a few times. It might wrinkle up, and, and then you, you bite into it, and what? It's cold in the middle, or the middle doesn't seem crisp. The outsides might be burnt, but then the inside still isn't crispy. But see, with the spiral dog, take your knife. Be careful. Take your knife. Look, and you want to come just like this. Look, look at me working around, almost like I'm whittling a hot dog. You see me turning it? I'm turning the weenie on the blade of the knife, and then right here at the, at the finish, right there. And look, see, that's going to open up for me when I cook, and it's going to open up at the degree that I want it to. All right, let's talk about the grill. All right, so here's what we're going to do first. You want to get your weenies, and you, you just grab one out here, and you want you want to come here along the grill. Again, I know I've got I've got even heat, so I'm fine there. And I'm just going to lay these here. The reason why I'm going to lay them like this is because I want to be able to roll them in the barbecue sauce evenly, because I don't want anybody to get ahead. Now I'm not putting barbecue sauce on them now, because what I'm going to do now is let them lay there and roast a little bit. And this is what I like about the Oscar Mayer all beef weenie is it seems to it doesn't get in a hurry look i can already see one of the spirals opening up right now so we can get into the inside and then what i'm going to do is i'm just going to sit here and roll them that's why i like these tongs but you can use whatever you want to as long as it pulls it off see i like rolling them a little bit and that way i'm going to look and not let any side burn too much and then I'm going to keep on rolling them as the spirals open up. The good thing is there's some flavor being trapped in here, but the spirals are still allowing it to cook all the way through. So we're going to let it cook a minute, and then we're going to get ready to perfectly apply the barbecue sauce. We're ready for barbecue sauce. They've, they've cooked about five minutes, no more, more, more than that, if, if your fire's right. I want to go ahead and get my first my first layer on relatively quick. And look, see how I'm stroking it right? That's why I like that, that size brush right there. Because look, that is just perfect. See how that barbecue sauce is just encompassing the whole weenie right there? All right, so now now I've put my first coat on. You see, I'm, I'm, and look, I'm, I'm, being, I'm liberal with it too. One of the few times I'll be liberal. Look at those babies right there, huh? 
I mean, they're, they're, they're looking exactly the way I want to. You see how good even strokes across there? All right, so let's, let, let me make sure I've got, I've got barbecue sauce. You want to flip them and roll them. Be sure there's barbecue sauce on both sides. You know, nothing worse to have a spiral dog that's got barbecue sauce only on one side. Nobody likes that. All right, so let's, let's, let's let these guys roast a minute. Let this keep crystallizing on there and get this to get it down to perfection. So right now, I'll even take this. Why, can I, look, I'm going to take this and let them sit in there. Let that barbecue sauce crystallize on top of that perfect spiral dog. Well, the spiral dogs are done. It's perfection. As I said, you don't, you don't even have to use a bun if you, want, you don't want to. Uh, like I say, Sherry, my wife, she just likes to take them, put them on a plate, cut them up, dip them in some mustard. But we're going to bun these. We've, we have, we've grilled these buns, and uh, that means that they're nice and toasty. And we're going to take these and we're going to put them in here. And notice that I have set up on my plate what I call the triple play. I've already planned on having three. So we're going to do this. Now, I'm kind of just a mustard guy. That's really all I like on mine. You can put crowd on them. You can put, a, uh, you know, you can put um, uh, slaw on them. I've, I've tried that before. They're really good. I like mine with just mustard on it. Uh, also, uh, you, know, you can put onions on it if you want to. Uh, I don't. I don't know that they call for ketchup, but if you want to try that, that's fine. But but to me, that that might be overkill. Mustard is great, as I said. Uh, uh, you can do slaw, you can do kraut, you can do onions, and some people even tried. Uh, you know, uh, chili. I haven't tried that yet. I like it just like this. It, it, that's what you call a, a spiral dog. It's not a hot dog. What is it? Say it back. It's a spiral dog. This is what you call a spiral dog, and it is delicious. That's what I'm talking about. So there it is. So there's the, the video that you guys have been asking. So I uh, want to thank uh, young Broderick, the Tasmo, for putting it together, editing it, and sending it off to Adler. Adler's got it up on the YouTube channel, and you can watch it at your leisure if you didn't catch it today. It's out there when you need it. The perfect Burgess Spiral Dog, now available for everybody. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. They're still here because, let's face it, they have nowhere to go. 23 minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. Your phone call's coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Don't forget Rick and Bubba University, the podcast uh, available when you rise tomorrow and, and start your weekend. Uh, it's a good one. We interview the author uh, of the book, The Unsaved Christian, uh, Pastor Dean and Sarah. Uh, out of Tallahassee, really riveting book taking on a topic uh, that has kind of been the elephant in the room, especially uh, where we live in the, in the Bible Belt, about cultural Christianity and traditions and rituals versus true redemption. And he takes it on, and uh, it, it's, a, it's a great listen. We think you'll enjoy it. And, he, and I think, too, Bubba, aside from the book, I thought, um, I thought he made some very, very good comments about some of the people being critical about churches meeting virtually and and uh, and using technology versus gathering together and, and talked about you know uh, our role as the citizens and things like that. I thought he did a really good job with that as well. Yeah, it was great to meet him too because I had not met him before. I know you've worked with him. I have not, and uh, we just had a great time. Good fellowship, and 
uh, you know, tough topic, but I think one that needs to be addressed, yeah. you know, for well, sure. Well, it, it, it needed to be addressed in my own life. So I, I'm, I, I just want you to know, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not, not trying yeah. to, you know, well, all of us, I don't, yes, I don't know why, I'm, I don't know why I have to, we have felt like we'd be apologetic and we're just trying to talk about the truth, but you know, how people are super sensitive to everything. Uh, but, uh, but probably this, the, it's just like the thing we talk about, about good Friday. And I certainly, it is hopeful 100%, you know, the Sunday's coming and all that. And we, we certainly should celebrate that, but Jesus coming, you know, God coming here as, as a human being, we need to land there and look at that. We need to certainly be celebrating the resurrection, but I think because we don't like conviction and we try to minimize sin and we try to gloss it over, there's a certain anguish about looking at the crucifixion but we're we're supposed to look at it as well. Now we don't have to dwell there. We don't have to stay there. And we certainly, as he said, our sorrow returned to joy. But that part's important. Today's important too, because yeah. and this is one of the things we talk about. We need to understand that sin always matters. And and you know what else? Never, ever, ever is sin just personal. You know, some people say, Well, if I if I sin, so what? It only affects me. It never does. It always affects everybody. And if you don't believe that, you know, look look at the the sin of Adam and Eve. It, you know, if you don't watch somebody die, and, and see if you don't say, well, I guess I guess sin was a big deal. So so that the paying for yeah. that sin was gruesome because it had to be because God is holy, God is just, God is righteous, and His wrath had to be poured out on sin. And we need to realize that so we take sin serious. Yeah, it's uh, it, it is. You're right, and uh, you know. Uh, I don't want to get into theological discussion here at this point in the show about Sunday and Friday, and it was all important. But yep. uh, I mean, he, Friday, he said it is finished, and Correct. he meant it, and it was done. And you know, Sunday, he showed his power, yeah. but Friday is when it was done. Correct. And he said that. That's right. Amen. That, that's where the business was. Amen. So, and you know what about the irony too of the of where we all are right now. Uh, you know, Jesus was was there because of the Passover, which was when Moses uh, delivered the, uh, pe- the 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 Israelites out of Egypt, and it all happened. You know, with the final plague, which was death to the firstborn or the oldest in the family, and uh, you know they had to put the blood of the lamb on the door frame so that the angel of death would pass over. Yep. Uh, thus, the name Passover. And we understand that now to be symbolic for Jesus and his blood, which he is the Lamb of God that will pass over death for us spiritually. Um, but in the situation we're in right now today, we are all inside our homes hoping that the angel of death passes by us again. I mean, the irony of where we are in our country right now is incredible. incredible. It, it is, and the whole world's doing that, you know, being worldwide too. Yeah, you know, yeah it's everywhere. There's no, there's nobody going, this ain't affecting us right yeah. now. And sin was a worldwide problem, and so is this. I agree with you. I, th- I don't think that's – I know you believe the same thing. And the guy, This is not – there's a lot being taught here, and God is sovereign over all of this, and we need to learn everything he's teaching. You know, you were talking about how the Passover – tied into the cross, the, the final lamb, which is what we believe. Uh, the first time it was ever shown to me when, when Sherry and I were in Israel, I, I saw hyssop for the first time. Right. And, and see, I'd never seen it, so I didn't. When they say that they lifted up the, the sponge to Jesus with a hyssop branch, you know, for him to wet his palate to say it is finished, to your point, you know, right. which is the reason why. So he'd been denying himself that. We even had that when we did this. He would not take anything to comfort him 
but when it was when he was when he had done what he was there to do, now he wanted his mouth to be moistened so we could hear it is finished. So he took the sponge and they lifted it with a hyssop branch. Well, a hyssop branch is like a bush. It's a, it's it is not the tool you would choose to get something up to someone who's hanging above you. You would want to use like a cane pole or something. Right. But when you go to the Passover, the blood they put on their doorposts, they painted the blood with a hyssop, hyssop branch. branch. So they used the hyssop branch to give Jesus the moisture, the ultimate lamb. Here comes the hyssop again, so much being taught by God, saying, I am fulfilling this. It's a hyssop branch for the final lamb to say it is finished. The first time that was pointed out to me, I thought, "Wow, I'd, ne- I'd never, I'd never noticed that before." And, and and you know, we've known those tie-ins for two thousand years, sure. and we've studied them. But think about, you know, where we are today. That mm-hmm. God is in total control. Yep. He could have had this come in the middle of summer yep. or yep. in November. Yep. But it's right here. The peak of this is hitting right at Easter. I think yep. it. I just don't think it's a coincidence. And we don't need to miss it. Don't miss that. You know, this is one of those great moments where God is gracious and loving. He's given us our best shot. You know, you'll have to crawl across a lot of stuff to throw yourself into hell. He's trying. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, relief factor. Love it. A phone troll right now, by the way. Few, few of the lines are available. A lot of them are full, but there's some available. We'll get to those uh, right now as we come back. Hey, have you got your three-week trial of Relief Factor yet? Just took my first dose before the show started. I'll take another one later in the day. I do two times a day for maintenance. If something's bothering me, I'll, I'll put in a third dose. Uh, these are four botanicals. Uh, they, they all work naturally to help the body's reaction to inflammation in the body. And we continue to get these incredible emails from people in uh, one of our one of our fans out of uh, Missouri, Becky, said that uh, she uh, had chronic pain in her lower back for 20 years. She said, I couldn't climb stairs. I couldn't stand for long periods of time. I tried everything you could possibly imagine, and nothing worked. And then I found out from you guys about Relief Factor, and, and this, this, this is life-changing. She said, I'm only 50 years old, but before Relief Factor, I felt like I was 80. I felt like I've gotten my life back. Uh, and it's all natural with another bad side effects you can get from the over counter uh, over the counter stuff and the, you know the opioids the addictive properties that are that we're having trouble with there um, it may or may not work for you if it's tied to inflammation there's a good chance it will uh, for most it does uh, get a three week trial in three weeks you'll know whether it works for you or not this may be the answer you're looking for without the bad side effects uh, go to relieffactor.com we'll send it to you for 1995. Or go to rickandbubba.com and you can click there, uh, the link in the sponsors uh, area of the website. Uh, all right, so so let's start. Uh, let's start uh, with Donna in the great state of Alabama. Donna, you have uh, 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Yes, I love your show. Thank you. And I'm responding to Jesus being in the grave for three days. I know that I didn't have to have the answer for this because I love God's Word. But I loved it when I realized that everything hinged on the day beginning in the afternoon. And so Jesus is in the grave on Friday, and then it ends at sundown. And then Saturday he's in the grave, and then it ends at sundown, and then Sunday begins at sundown, and so he's in three days. Yeah, well, also we got to take our Western glasses off 
Okay. I know we think that God only deals with the United States of America and the Bible was written for the United States of America and Jesus lived his life in the United States of Alabama uh, in, in America and he was crucified in Alabama, Mississippi, or Georgia. Uh, that is not what happened. The, the three days also come from the way the Jewish people counted days. They did not count them the way we count them, and the Bible is documenting what happened from Jewish people's point of view other than Luke, who, who was interviewing Jewish people to write it down historically, and it, this is all off their calendar and the way they kept time. Uh, you, I know that we all think for some reason that, that America is special and everything that happened in the Bible happened in America, but it didn't. Okay, so you you, you got to get the Western glasses off. And uh, I think also the three days. Uh, and, you know, we heard this with the story of Lazarus that you know the Jewish thought was that the spirit stayed around right. where the body was and then left after three days. Correct. So, you know, he he could have got up out of the grave on Saturday morning, but mm-hmm. he wanted that three day to show that that he you know, to meet their tradition that he actually was dead. Right. Same thing with, like you said, with Lazarus, he delayed going to Lazarus. Everybody's like, why is he delaying when he knows Lazarus needs him? That's why. So nobody could say, well, no, wait a minute. Lazarus still, his spirit was still hanging around, you know, and all that. We continue. Uh, He was, uh, in other words, in their words, dead, dead. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We continue. Uh, Let's go to Hugh in Mobile, Alabama. Hugh, 30 seconds. Go ahead, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, Hugh. Great. I'm doing fine. I, I'm staying at home and I'm watching and listening. Thanks, buddy. And I realized on your car shield commercial, you saying five thousand miles. It's supposed to be fifty thousand miles unless you've found a new Yugo for sale somewhere. Yeah, well, it's a, the copy clearly says if your car is if, if from five thousand miles to one hundred fifty thousand miles, they can probably help you. So maybe there are some warranties that are only 5,000 miles. Maybe. Uh, we continue. Uh, thank you for that, though. Austin, Texas. Michael standing by. Michael, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, Rick and Bubba. I wish you and your families a blessed Easter weekend. Uh, I'm thank calling you. you from the safe quarantine of my home just outside of Austin in Buda. Yeah. I spent, 20, I spent 28 years in the Air Force, but for four of those years, I was in Maxwell. Air Force Base in Montgomery. I lived in the Millbrook Beachville area. Shout out to Smokehouse Barbecue. Yeah, man, and boy, it's good, in, too. That's right. While I was in Montgomery is where I fell in love with your show. I love your format, your banner, and uh, connected with you guys again on iHeartRadio. Oh, man, I'm so, I'm so glad. Man, the technology now to know that, that people, you know, no matter where they go now, if they lose their affiliate, uh, then uh, you know you can still use the technology. It's awesome, uh, and glad to have you back in the loop, man. Uh, Pam in Florida, and thanks for serving our country. Pam, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Good morning. Um, so it's been a a little bit of a strange week for Holy Week for us, and we did communion around our dining room table last night, streaming our pastor, and then we started watching The Chosen. And I just wanted to thank you for recommending that because that's going to make our Holy Week really special this year. I have um, really enjoyed it. Well, I have too. You know, and I, and I, we even told the director, and I know that we've become old and jaded, but the first time somebody sent it to me, I was like, oh, here we go. How's this going to go? You know, is this going to be corny? Are they going to be, you know, and, uh, and I just, I fell in love with it. I was so thankful that it was so well done. And yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, man, what a good time to do that. It's, it's so, it, trust me. You got a choice on what you're going to fill yourself with and your family, what you're going to binge. Choose something that that will actually, you know, do you some good, and, and you'll you'll enjoy it. it. It's just it's a great depiction 
of uh, the, the the disciples and the fact that they were just human beings like everybody else, and uh, and they were in a, an incredible situation. You know, Rick, of course, the, the death and the destruction around us with all that's going on now is, is bad. But I'll be honest with you, I'm thankful for uh, the time that we've got to spend together this week no with doubt. our family. It's, it's been, been very nice. It is. And, you know, I started thinking about this. And I know it's mainly going to affect the Bible Belt. And of course, and I, couldn't th- I kept thinking about our interview on Rick and Bubba University. When you hear Span talking about um, that we might even have tough weather come through, and I don't know what time of day it'll be. But when I started thinking, it could be that even when you sit down and try to watch a virtual service, that your technology may go down. And I'm yep. kind of like, it, it's kind of what Tony Evans said. God is shouting right now. He's not even being subtle. And I think one of the things he's saying to the men, okay, what have I got to do to get you to take the responsibility of discipling your family and stop taking the job that, that I gave you they can't be replaced and passing it off to somebody else because you won't get it done. And, and I'm going to do whatever I have to do to put you into to, to positions where you will finally do it. And, uh, and you know, I, that, I, cause you know, you could be sitting there on Sunday morning, dad, Hey Hoss, and it might be on you. You, you, you may look up and you may see you can't get it to work and the storm may knock it off. And your family's going to be sitting there looking around going, okay, daddy, wife's going to say, okay, husband, take us, take us through what we need to talk about today. And, uh, and, and there's a lot of that going on right now. And I'm like you, Bub, I, I'm, I've been thankful for it. I've been getting to have some, instead of these rush conversations with these people that are in your family on their way to somewhere else, you're sitting down and really unpacking stuff and talking. That part has been really nice. Now it's heartbreaking for those who have had people get sick and die. And we certainly oh, yeah, never, never yeah. want to minimize I, I don't that. want to minimize that at all by what I said, but it's, uh, you know, and we, we've been on each other's nerves and I know everybody's family sure. has been, there's been plenty yeah. of jokes about it, but, uh, you know, when you lay your head down at night, you think, wow, we've got to spend some quality time with folks and we've had a lot of laughs and we've had some serious conversations and I'm, we're going to have some more the next few weeks. Uh, we continue anonymous caller anonymous. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh, yes. How are y'all doing today? Good. Good. I hope you're doing okay. Yes, sir. I'm doing good. I've been a fan since the very beginning, like your first broadcast ever. Thank you. And since Thank you very Easter much, or weekend, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit of both because y'all are kind of rough on the edges at the beginning. Yeah, we were. But well, um, I was wondering if Rick would share his testimony about how he came to Christ because you're like an inspiration to people that like grew up, you know, back in the big hair days. (laughs) You know, I, I I would, uh, we've done that a number of times and I I certainly would be happy to do it again. We're up against a break right now, but, but it was, uh, if you'll go, I mean, gosh, guys, y'all can probably, there's a number of, of times. One time, you know, we've talked about it. I think even on one of the Rick and Bubba university podcast, I talk about it a little bit, uh, this, this coming Sunday, not, not great detail, but, but in a, in a nutshell, I was, um, like a lot of people, you know, I spent uh, my young part of my life believing in Jesus, believing the, the the concepts and the historical facts about Jesus. I even believed what happened today happened and, and all of this. But um, but I, I really had a faith that was very similar to what, what James says or, or what the demons believe. They get everything right about Jesus. Uh, and we know that we see in Acts 19, we see some guys that are using the name of Jesus to try to cast out demons, and they can't, even though they're using the word Jesus and the demons say, Jesus, we know, uh, and Paul, we recognize, but who are you? 
And, uh, you know, my life kind of went off course and I, I lived 13 years of deliberate perpetual sin, still claiming I was a Christian, of course, the entire time. And, um, and I was, I was uh, encountered with what we'll talk about this weekend with a pastor who called me out and said what I think we need to understand. Jesus is really too powerful to have truly come into your life and transform you if you truly, I'm not talking about stumbles, I'm not talking about making mistakes, I certainly still do that. Uh, but what I was talking about is deliberate perpetual sin. Now, the more I've, I've studied Scripture, I've realized that it is impossible to be in perpetual, deliberate, daily sin not stumbles, not mistakes, under zero conviction and still be redeemed by Jesus because, frankly, Jesus is too powerful for that. Um, you know, and, and the Bible says that. You can read that you know, in, in several places in the Bible. If you just wanted to look at 1 John chapter 2 and 3, John is telling the church there's perpetual open sin here, and anyone who says they know him and, and claims that, they, that, that God's seed abides now in you and lives in this deliberate perpetual sin, those are actually children of the devil. And it was those kinds of things that as I looked at my life when I was 31 years old, and I was like, okay, it's, it's impossible for me to have lived the way I've lived for the last 13 years from the time I was 19 to now and truly be under the authority of Christ and truly have in my spirit that transformation that the Holy Spirit is supposed to bring. And um, I had to come to the conclusion that I was lost. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Everybody seems to be in some kind of major hurry. Speeding up and down I-65 today. And it makes me wonder if anybody took the time before they left home to read their Bibles or get down on their knees to pray. Yeah, we all get so caught up in getting ahead in the traffic, getting ahead in the workplace, and getting ahead in society. Yes, we are. It's eight minutes to the top of the hour. Uh, we're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is uh, our number, too. And, uh, and for the caller, because uh, there have been a number of times that um, I've gone through the entire testimony uh, in many uh, different moments at many different events. And you can find a lot of those by going to uh, BurgessMinistries.com uh, and you just click on uh, listen or watch and you can see some of those. Uh, and um, and it's been talked about a couple times, um, you know, obviously many times over the last, um, you know, 25 years or so we've been doing the program. But you can find them there too in, in a number of messages if you want more details. But that's that was kind of the big awakening moment. Now, we, uh, we've, been, um, we've been talking – you know about Adler's wife giving birth coming up this week, guys, and and I didn't know this. Adler, maybe you didn't know this. Uh, I think it caught us all by surprise that Stretch Armstrong, our Rick and Bubba University student, uh, has had a hard time with those discussions and said that he's extremely squeamish. I didn't know that, and which leads to kind of an awkward deal because we've been trying to quarantine you, and you've showed no signs of the virus. Um, and then keep Adler quarantine, who's shown no side of the vi- no signs of the virus. We were going to have you, uh, you know, because his family can't uh, to go and help him document this for his family, and we're going to need you in that delivery room. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't know that you that you could not uh, could not do that. That's a no. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I know. I mean, <laughs> what? Can't. can't. Well, you. <laughs> 
When you, you were like describing, I've got, I've got a macro lens to make you know blow things up a ton. I got a macro lens; it'll be awesome. <laughs> that's sad. That's just not gonna so, happen. So you, re- so you really struggled. You struggled Is with it. Okay, by I struggled the way. with y'all discussing it. You did because Bubba, he was in the bathroom during one of the breaks. I said, well, "Buddy, you okay in there?" Rick said you were, and I, I go, "Was he okay?" I it, mean, was the the it was the C section. It was the C section. So the yeah. C section got you. Oh, oh you talking about when they just put it? Yeah, don't on. even don't <laughs> don't don't, don't <laughs> start. <laughs> you talking about when they bring the bucket in? <laughs> oh, my. oh, don't like you. Are you okay? Are you <laughs> alright, huh? guys? Well, see the thing about I'm squeamish, but mm-hmm. like Saving Private Ryan, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> Someone getting their arm chopped off in a movie that doesn't bother me. Once it gets real. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in the office. I'm a big office fan, but there's a scene where they go to a blood bank, mm-hmm. and just that I can't watch that the whole scene. <laughs> just just really? seeing they that. What? What are you saying? Uh, they go to donate blood. They give him blood. They What's donate the blood, and just that whole scene. Can you, can I have you, to skip the scene. Can you mm-hmm. give blood? No, 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 no. way. <laughs> I, I see. I have had many surgeries, mm-hmm. so I go to the doctor. Like I have like three doctors I go to mm-hmm. twice a year, and uh, last time I. They tried to make me give blood. I almost passed out. I like I started mm. sweating and shaking, mm-hmm. and they had like pale. bring do- mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was this. Yeah. This is I'm getting lightheaded just thinking. About Are you okay, right. buddy? Oh, wow. But uh, these it was he's looking nurse. away, guys. He won't look at Speedy now like he thinks I, we're going to show I him know. a picture. Or something. I, I've, yeah, I'm scared. But they, it was a new nurse, and so she was like, it was like one of the first times of her like doing it on her patient. Mm. And she was like oh, just boy. digging around in there. Oh yeah. And I was, oh my gosh. They had to like rush people. So in that's and the kind of stuff. Cold towel, and I had to lay down. So that's that. <laughs> that's things that you you can't take. No. Yeah. No, so no. we can't talk placenta oh, or anything like that. Yeah. No, no, no. Rick. Did you see? Oh it? man. So he he wouldn't have made it. You know, when I was when I was dating Betty and she was a nurse in school, I used to let her practice starting IVs on me. Oh my mm. gosh. Look, look, the uh, IV. This IV. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should have. Love the, right the there. The thought of blood running through a tube is probably one of the most disgusting that's, that's thoughts. That's your worst? That's your worst? Really? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Blood running through a tube. How, how are you on, like, somebody, God forbid, somebody has something, cuts them, and it hits an artery, and it shoots? Oh, my God. Is that the, is that the worst? <laughs> you know Marty Python, the Holy Grail? Rick, yeah. don't lose where they it. Cut you off the guy's we have arms? nobody else. I know, you're right. You're right. right. You're right. You see where I'm headed. I'm, I'm, going, I'm almost Ryan Greenwood. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember when yeah, I put Ryan Greenwood down? we got to have him Monday. Adler's okay. out. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got to right. stop. Well, you what mean? about this? Speaking of Adler, well, let's say he sends you video and says, Hey, bud, ready I, for hey, man, hey, man, I need I need some help here. I know you can't be here, but here's the video. Will you Will you – Kind of edit this up because, for you know, air, and if you're editing it, that probably means there'll be shots in there that he didn't want to go oh, in the yeah. air that you'll yeah, have to see. Yeah, they're yeah. Terrific. yeah, yeah. How can, will you do that? Can well, you do it? I I don't think so. You don't? <laughs> I don't know. So he, he should send that <laughs> well, maybe to my son to edit. Yes. <laughs> okay, we need to remember that, Adler. <laughs> well, stretch, uh, man. I got to say, you've done an, an awesome job, mm. and like I said, I think the timing of this is impeccable. Like you, you truly, and this is nothing against our former interns. You came in and like you had shot a very well edited, uh, just like cool documentary video. No one had, had done that before that had come into this show before. A very well paced, well, well edited, well shot video. And that's why I say you're the most capable intern we've ever had. So that's nothing against our former interns, but you do a great job. Um, I did not know you were squeamish, so I'm sorry, sorry to hear that. <laughs> I guess I, I won't send you any. Um, video of blood going through a tube please but um, please don't you're gonna be real you're gonna be you're gonna be really struggling when i tell you where babies come from but that's okay <laughs> yeah well it's gonna be tough 
Well, I, so I shouldn't even tell you about that time I had, I had to get a shot in my heel. No. Oh. I mean, and like, you know, they're move, moving no, around no. and they're trying to get to no, it. No, oh, no, my no. goodness. <laughs> no. It's the worst. Don't. Yeah. And then they hit something. Oh. No, I, I just. I just <laughs> <laughs> this, is you, this is how Ron passed. I'm out. sorry. I got to stop. It's Rick, an instinct. I'm a predator. Look. I'm a predator. Look, I mean, with Ron, it was I mean, fun, against my will. We got a half stretch. I, no, okay? you're, Bob, I hear you. He hits the floor. We have no TV. Now. Can I hear you? Yeah. You're in my headphones, and I even know you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 100% right. I need to listen. Mm-hmm. But you know how you they tell you don't to run a run around a predator because it, it flips that switch? You know, <laughs> yeah, that he, oh, yeah. he then and he's running, and I'm trying not to go after him. Yeah. So I'm just going to be quiet. If anyone's out there in the Birmingham area, I'm being held against my will. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've done a great job. I echo that. You came yeah. along again in God's providence at the perfect time. Hey, guys, that we're wrapping up. So I hope you guys, for if you're leaving us right now, Men, great job making you know a, a, a tough situation work. You guys have done a great job this week. We'll you continue. too, Rick. Ringmaster, it's hard with uh, everybody on the road. It is. Look, you look over here in this ring. Look over here. We got the trapeze going. Uh, you guys have a great uh, Easter weekend, and uh, we'll get back together, Lord willing, on Monday with the latest updates on. Gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and 